It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio, where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. I'm your host, Mary Fanning. My co-host today with me is Colonel Mike, our guest, the great John B. Wells. Also with us is investigative journalist Alan Jones of the AmericanReport.org and my co-author of The Hammer is the Key to the Coup. With us today, truly the great John B. Wells. John can be heard on radio and television throughout the United States, Europe, Asia, South Africa, Australia, and South America. Wells is one of the world's most recognized voice artists. From network television programs to Lockheed Martin Aeronautical Company, Joint Strike Force Fighter, excuse me, F-22, the Raptor Projects, museum exhibits such as the Soviet Space and Ramses the Great, to movie trailers for Columbia, TriStar, Sony Pictures, and Disney. His ability to communicate has been acknowledged with numerous Emmy, Clio, Marconi Awards. He is an accomplished composer, musician, writer, martial arts instructor and aviator. John can be best described, absolutely, as a well-rounded Renaissance man who savors the pursuit of knowledge and discovery from the arcane to the esoteric. His show, Caravan to Midnight, has evolved from a cyber-delivered television show like no other. In 2014, to a six-night-per-week radio show like no other. Augmented by television broadcasts hosted by John B. Well, Wells, formerly of Coast to Coast AM. Caravan to Midnight airs on many U.S. radio stations from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Mondays through Fridays and on Saturday from 9 p.m. to midnight. In addition, Caravan to Midnight streams on Vocal Now and its pre-show news streams on Vocal Now and on YouTube's. The very best guest from around the world, including yours truly. Thank you very much, John B. Wells. Uh, every week with real intel and hard news stories, real stories from the alternative and some obscure sources, qualified opinions and far-ranging topics, from current events to nutrition to pop culture. Every program has an, something valuable for every individual. John B. Wells, the one and only John B. Wells, welcome to the National Security Hour. Thanks, Mary. After that introduction, I'm, I've had to tighten my headband a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out it's not Howard Stern who's the king of all media at all. It's actually me, right? <laughs> that is exactly. Thank you very much. It is actually you. And don't we all know that so well? Well, but, I'm also, I'm an apprentice polymath. I'm still working on it, you know, but anyway, thanks for having me on today. And an autodidact to, blo- to, uh, to boot, right? So there's nothing that you don't can't and don't learn on your own. Well, I also well, want to add, Mary, I also want to add, he did the Lincoln Continental commercial, too, many times. <laughs> it was an amazing career. I just walked right into it. I really did. A, um, a friend of mine from, uh, I was just thinking about him yesterday, the, the late Michael Doyle. I remember he was in uh, seventh grade. I was in eighth grade. And we were always talking about, with quotes around this phrase, making the movie. We wanted to make films. Of course, we were in Fort Worth, Texas. There wasn't much filmmaking going on here. And 
of course, we were in junior high, so we're not going to just let's go to L.A. and make movies. That wasn't going to happen. But um, but it was, it was a chance deal. And he um, he was right there. Actually, it, it really wasn't chance at all. It, it was just one stepping stone would appear and a little voice would say, step on that and stand there for a while. I would. And the next one would show up and I wouldn't. It, it, it brought me here. It's been a pretty amazing, pretty amazing. The trip. hand of God, huh? <clears throat> so this was yeah. the hand of God leading you. I think so. so. That, and, and, uh, no, excuse me. So tell me one thing. So you also have a, had a career and have a career. Uh, you were known in South Africa, correct? Yeah, yeah still am. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the Marlboro Man of South Africa? Yeah, the, um, it, it, it was amazing. Just in brief, what happened was a man named uh, Colin Campbell, whose son... I don't know what the state of the University of Cape Town is now, but he went on, Michael went on to uh, to become the uh, the head of the music department there, and he was studying up at Denton, which is uh, Denton, Texas, just north of uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area. They have a very good music school there still, and Colin had come here, his father, to see Michael, and then incidentally see if he could pick up somebody to replace Lou Crosby, Kathy Lee Crosby's dad, who had uh, passed away. He was a voice of Lexington Cigarettes for some years, and... Um, just walked right into it. The next thing I knew that the, we met with him at the Fairmont hotel. And, and then, um, this agent that I had really interesting guy, <laughs> New Yorker, very, very, uh, just stay out of his way and let him do his thing. It'll be fine. Kind of a situation. And a week later we were on a, we were on a South African airways flight to Cape town. It was really quite something. It went on for 16 years. So I went over there every year or almost every year. And, uh, and I began to get the distinct impression that what I was witnessing there, there were symptoms of this already. And we're talking 84 as when this started. There were symptoms already showing themselves in uh, the United States. And behold, this this uh, evolved into just a, a, de- a declaration that what has happened in South Africa was planned. And this plan because they called it the uh, the second America. I said, it's the second America, all right. Because what's happening over there is going to happen here. Watch and see. And people were like, oh, you know, uh, well, take a look now. Here we are. Exactly. And, um, John, the first time uh, we came on, and we've broken so many stories on your show, uh, the first time we came on, we started talking about South Africa. And I don't think there are a lot of people who understood what was taking place there or that knew as, as uh, the changes that were happening and how they were taking uh, and creating a race war in, in South Africa. Uh, I don't think many people understood that open society, George Soros, was at the foundation of what was taking place. Uh, and as he came in with his open society, that's what he uh, brought to South Africa. And he was working with Mandela to bring this to South Africa. Um, how did you see this evolving before you? Well, the, the first thing that I found out was that uh, Nelson Mandela, oh, yeah, he was just sitting there on Robin Island. Uh, no, he wasn't. He had a house, a fax, guests, and everything else. He and his first wife went to um, went up to Kent to get a little training session or two or three from MI6. So it was all, you know, here's, here's the thing. And, and by the way, before I go on with this, let me just say that you're producing the um, Art Midnight Intelligence Briefing, which, uh, folks, if you don't know about it, so it's a Saturday night program. And uh, Mary Fanning and Alan Jones have been key 
to um, to its success. And Mary, I, I must say, the people that you have introduced to our audience, it's just an astounding array of genius people. And I want to thank you for that before I just rest on my laurels here. I got to give you some major, major kudos for the work that you uh, and Alan have done with the um, with the AmericanReport.org and what you specifically have done for the Ark Midnight Intelligence Briefing. We used to talk about all kinds of things, but there is nothing as important to talk about, let alone more important, than what you're bringing by way of these guests that you uh, that you have uh, introduced us all to. I mean, I say us all, including myself. I, I wouldn't have, uh, without you, I would not have been able to speak with many of these people. So thank you very much for that. Oh, my honor, Adam. It's the, it, again, hand of God. But John, there's no one that can carry on a conversation with all these subject matter experts, these professionals, uh, the same way that you can. So thank you for all you do. And it's truly, this is, um, John B is bringing information to the American people because they need to know what's taking place. And what's taking place, what he just said, is truly reflected, mirrored in what took place in South Africa. So if people understood what Mandela was doing, and they also need to understand that who was also meeting with Mandela, who was flying back and forth, well, that was Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's disgusting. And, and you know, I don't want to go all woo-woo here because having started off at uh, Coast to Coast AM, which was renowned for being all kinds of woo-woo, you know, woo, whoa, that's scary, space, aliens, all of this, I began to put a political spin on it, unfortunately, a really more like a geopolitical spin on it. And... Uh, and now what has happened is we've gone back to the woo-woo in a way. Witness this, uh, this man, Daniel Duval, who came on last night, the uh, part two of the four worlds of Kabbalah. And people can't believe this, but we don't know what people like Soros and these other ones do in their free time. I mean, we don't know. But this, uh, this Kabbalah, if you listen to this man, he's a young man, and you listen to him lay out what these people really believe what they really study, what they embrace, what they take as their own. This is truly, I mean, truly, not fancifully, hey, it'll be a little bit fun to make it kind of spooky because, you know, there's nothing more intriguing than the unknown, especially if the unknown mm, is suggesting somehow to us that it's threatening us. Oh, it's threatening us, all right. This, uh, this Babylonian magic, these crazy symbols, the three world wars that were lined up, all the way back to the mid-1800s, it's astounding how what could only be described, in my opinion, as the devil's plan for the destruction and domination of the world as we know it, which will herald the return of Christ Jesus, if you don't mind my saying so, and for our gentle audience, even if you do, right? Uh, it's it's undeniable. It's it absolutely is. I mean, these things exist. We saw that picture, for example, that... Uh, I took myself with my camera of that odd craft. Did we send you that picture? Yeah, I think so. And uh, I think that people don't understand that that is the demonic realm. John, talk about that. But also, we know that people are in, in uh, inter I love listening to you talk because Kabbalah, most of us just say it's Kabbalah, right? But it, it's, so, it's always uh, instructive to listen to you there's people in this country that belong to this realm, correct? Yes, they do. Yes, they absolutely do. And most people do not know. They, they don't even know where Kazakhstan is. Kazakhstan is a huge, huge piece of real estate. 
and it is the center, it is the economic powerhouse of Eurasia, meaning Eastern Europe and all of Asia. And this is where the Kazarians come from. And we get into things that are absolutely offensive to people because they're locked into, I mean, in many cases, I'm sure, I mean, I don't have a, I haven't taken a poll, but I'm pretty sure it's offensive to some people. But the biggest thing, you know, that, that deal about the greatest trick the devil ever pulled off was to uh, convince people he didn't exist. Yeah. Well, that's, that's one. And the second biggest trick is that he has blinded people to who they really are, where they come from, what they are. Uh, people calling themselves Jews. They're not Jews at all. They're Kazarians. Uh, the Semites. Uh, it's unbelievable. The Semites, Judahites, uh, the uh, the tribes of Israel. You know, who are the actual Israelites? I mean, wh- what is this? It, it has been so confused. It's just been a, a world of informational squid ink while <laughs> these people, and it's deliberate that they let out this squid ink and just blind everybody to, to what's the actual reality of things and as long as they can do that they can operate in uh, they can operate in secrecy which is their stock and trade to operate in secrecy and yet somehow beat i mean i've heard this two or three times from different sources they always confess what they're going to do before they do it and by doing this by by confessing they um uh, remove the possibility of of going to hell over it permanently because they confessed and if everybody went along with it, that's fine. Now, this is twisted thinking, but but it is their thinking. Well, this is the thinking of Marx. This is the thinking of inside out, upside down. This is part of why they control your language so that they can control your thoughts. And uh, the idea that Madonna, I mean... They need to understand how many of Hollywood partake in this demonic realm and this Kabbalah and the many people that are involved in it. Because once you understand who they are and 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 some of the things that are being put in front of us, uh, then you begin to see who's behind some of this, particularly in this country and how closely matched communism is with this. Communism Mary, I, Mary, I think the excuse me, Mary, I think the whole entertainment industry and John John will attest to this because he's been in radio for many, many years, John. The the celebrities who push this, like you said, you just mentioned one name, Madonna, but not just Hollywood, the, the music industry, and then the, the music that they put out and the words, the lyrics that they put out, right, John? I mean, these are all like kind of coded things and it's all jolly and, you know, good for the kids. Oh, she's so cute. She's dancing. Look at her. She's imitating Madonna and he's imitating so-and-so. But they get these kids very early on with the music industry. Yeah, they do. And and a lot of the conditioning is done uh, subconsciously is what we would, would, would call it. It, mm-hmm. it seeps into you. And you're not even aware that it's seeping into you. The, the most telling thing, I had this big uh, bull of the woods guy named Scott Carpenter. He's uh, He's gone now. Um, he was a pushing 80, but, uh, you know, it's too bad to lose him because he was just, he could, he could open any door. But he was one of those guys who was so just borderline bombastic. Once he made the deal, you need to get him out of there because he's going to keep talking and he's going to screw it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he was talking with my agent, who happened to be the representative for Don LaFontaine, the original In a World, you know, movie trailer guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, just in a, a lucid moment where, and I say that maybe incorrect, maybe that's the wrong word, but he was being a, I, th- I think I'll stick with it. 
he he was just kind of quietly musing to himself, this agent, Steve Tisherman, he's retired now. He may not even be on this side of the green anymore. <laughs> he said, he was talking about me. We just come in there making kind of a splash and doing a couple of movie trailers, <laughs> like the Blair Witch Project, which has the only, it had the only distinction to that picture is that it was the highest grossing independent film in the history. But this is what he said. It was bad enough that George Bush was, was president and I was from Texas. So that was automatically prejudicial. But this is what uh, what Steve uh, Tishman said to Scott. Because Scott was being my promo guy. He was running around trying to generate a little noise, get a little attention so I could get booked on some stuff. He said, you know, he's already had a fantastic career and made millions of dollars before he came out here. What a shame. Now, that's a hell of a thing to hear from your agent. What a shame, which meant we can't, we can't control him. He will tell us to go jump in the lake if we push him too far. This guy oh, cannot perfect. be controlled. I mean, that's what, that's what it was. And it was like having a door just shut in your face. I mean, it was palpable. But I was okay with it because I brought my job with me. That was another thing they didn't like. See, I was not at their mercy. You know, I brought, well, I don't know, 30 radio stations to service and a bunch of clients too, which I did for my Laurel Canyon <laughs> uh, studio. So it's not like they could run me out of town because I didn't have any work. And it's not like. Well, as, John, I hate could, to interrupt, but as we go to uh, this commercial break and we hear from our sponsors who support the Out Loud Truth, we'll be back because uh, I really, I don't, there's no one more fascinating than you and, and you have such insight to what has taken place. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio, where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. Today, I'm your host, Mary Fanning, my co-host, Colonel Mike. With us 
is a renowned legend, John B. Wells. Uh, John, continue your discussion. I have a question for you. Um, the, the 27 Club, if you saw these things in Hollywood, can you extrapolate to that what you're seeing in, in our political realm these days? I think the most difficult thing for people to get their heads around is that these people actually actually participate in in satanic rituals. You can call them whatever you want. You can call it uh, Kabbalah. There's uh, no difference from that. Yeah, I used to call it Kabbalah too, but when I spoke with Daniel, it's Kabbalah. So I was okay. All right. Always, I'm always trying to pick up little bits of information, keep it in the groove, because it's it's really easy to make a mistake when you start trying to trying to swim in these waters. But I can only draw one conclusion, and I check myself to see now. Are you just are you running out of imagination here? Are you are you are your critical thinking skills being depleted? I mean, what's happening? So I want to I want to make sure that I'm not going on down some rabbit trail and going. This is absolutely the one and only rabbit trail. Let's follow it. I want to make sure I'm not doing that. But there is an enormous, and in fact, not an enormous, the key to all of the things that we are seeing is that we don't like from the political to the entertainment to the mind uh, warping of the public to uh, just putting these ideas in their heads. Uh, in such a way that they think they've had these ideas themselves and they have always embraced these things when they really haven't. They have only been influenced slowly and then suddenly it has seeped into them so deeply that it's part of them. This is all spiritually based. It really is. Now, you're not talking to some some lily white person that's just, just sinless, never, never got anywhere near any of that. It's like, oh no. Uh, the problem is, is that if, if some of these people will begin to dabble in this mm-hmm. and they think it's kind of fun and it's kind of fanciful if they, um, you know, because of the, because of my voice, right. And being on at night, for example, they say, ah, oh, they're starting to call you the Prince of darkness. It's like, Oh, the Prince of darkness. Wow. That's kind of cool. But what you don't realize is it's not cool. And if you, if you embrace this in any way, you have opened the door for it to start seeping into you. Mm-hmm. So this evil has seeped into people and they don't even know it. This is why they react the way they do it, it, so unpredictably to us, but it's completely predictable to the ones who programmed them. These people know exactly what they're doing. These ones like, I mean, Soros, that's just a face we see now. His, his son has taken over or this insane, uh, uh, you've all know a Harari. I was, I was willing to look at this man and say, is he just, giving us a heads up as to what we're going to be facing in the future, or is he really an advocate of this? And of course he's an advocate of this because in my opinion, he's a twisted little freak yes, and he uh, he's complete. He's completely consumed by evil. You know, he, he really is. He may not go out. He may not be a mass murderer. At least he doesn't do it himself, but he certainly could be a mass murderer by proxy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He, he's yeah. on a much larger scale. <laughs> he's not a one-on-one kind of guy. He's looking to take down all of humanity. And well, he wants AI to rewrite the Bible so that uh, and produce a religion that is accu- actually correct. I mean, what kind of a megalomaniac would say such a thing? And then you look at him, and you see that that e- <laughs> look of evil on his face as he talks, and then he refers to his uh, husband, the other guy, as a... Uh, is internet of everything and you realize what you're dealing with 
Oh, you a all, psychopath. he's so smart. He's a complete psychopath. And the, the thing we should remember is that psychopaths are quite brilliant in most cases, which is how they elude uh, justice for years and years and years. Sometimes they're never caught. The best, the best ones, the best at it. You'll never hear of them. They'll never be caught. So, so, so Hollywood and the film, this, this was all grooming for what was to come. They work with timelines. They know exactly what they're doing. So it's not, it's music. It's, it's the film industry. This has been an ongoing grooming process to bring us to the demonic. Is, is that how you see it? It's exactly how I see it. It is. Um, we think that we can move away from ancient scripture because we have technology now we have toys we have devices we have entertainment we have high-speed communication we have the internet we have we can call anybody anywhere we don't even need a phone line we can go out in the middle of nowhere with a satellite phone and be in in uh, total communication with whomever we wish so and you tend to set aside everything that was involved in your being in this reality to begin with we gravitate toward the toys and move away from the essence of our our lives, which is the spirit, the spirituality, the will to to put us into this world at all, the initiative that actually resulted in the birth of Mary Fanning and, and in Colonel Mike and in this John Wells guy. You know, what, how the heck did we get here? And, you know, I, I thought this was a campy little expression, but I think it may be pretty close to true. Everything that's happened was meant to happen because it happened. No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There is no such thing as coincidence. It's all coincidence. Everything is coincidence. Coalescence of events. This is, you know, like little like little orbs. They're just kind of all these possibilities are floating around. And, uh, and because it is truly random, which of course is a myth anyway, there's nothing that's actually random. They bump into each other. So it is a coincidence of events. This was known by someone or something that these would happen. So it's just, um, but it's different from, you know, taking a bunch of airplane parts and uh, putting a piece of big piece of dynamite under them and set it off. And when the smoke clears, there's a 747 sitting there. That's not it. That's that's not. That's not a an actual order out of chaos. That's just something that when people go, oh, that's kind of funny, and then they'll move on. They'll just move on. So we, we've become cynical toward the truth because we want to explain the actual truth away by what we know to be real that we can put our hands on in this realm, whether it's radio or TV or a podcast or whatever it is. This is, this is what we have. We think but we actually have so much more and our communications apparatus, forget this, forget the cell phone, but you know, forget all of that. That stuff, that's, those are baby toys compared to what each human being actually possesses. I'll, I'll stop at that point or I'll just keep no, going. That's, that, no, that's exactly <laughs> right. But we're looking at truly a communist revolution in this country, but it's a demonic revolution. This is when things are inside out, upside down. This is how they use this. They, it's the opposite of everything they say it is. They talk about freedom cities. They talk about 15-minute cities. It's to lock you up, take your freedom away. And uh, that's what we're looking at. That's where we're going. 
if this if this continues, if this uh, d- demonic administration continues getting their way with the American people, but part of that is because freedom is God given, and so everything that they're doing is to blunt those God given freedoms. And um, John, I don't know. Do you know much about Tesla and the things that he saw? Uh, a little bit. I'm not a student of Tesla, but I am aware that he was so far ahead of his time. It's ridiculous, that, and they had to to um, lock him down and uh, quarantine his research. I know that much. Yeah, his uh, project Looking Glass. And so, yeah, I wish I knew more about him, but I don't. Yeah, no. I just I find his um, Looking Glass interesting. Looking into the future, uh, and that was something that was kept top secret. It. Um, 51 area 51 um but people believed that you could take a looking glass and look into the future and with the power of the mind as as you were just speaking of that you actually could change the future and so if the american people were looking into the future and understood their the powers of persuasion or the powers of the mind perhaps they could change um what this evil cabal is working on well, I'll go with this one, Mary. With God, all things are possible. That's just a little Bible quote. So, I mean, <laughs> if you connect with God, all things are possible. And also, going back to Kabbalah, John, or Kabbalah, however you want to say it, the evil of it. You know, we've mixed and matched Christianity, and we call it in America Judeo-Christian. But, you know, it's there's the Old Testament and the New Testament. And Jesus says many times in the Bible, traditions of men. And the Talmud which is put together by the modern-day Jewish people in America, and it goes back centuries, you know, to the Pharisees. These were traditions of men. These were rules and laws. They have nothing to do with what God gave us. God gave us Ten Commandments, and that was it. There was no 11, no 12. At the end, Jesus comes in and says, I give you one more commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. But there was 10 that he gave Moses. So, I mean, there's, there's the trick, the trickery. The trickery is to imitate God in a different way and just, you know, name it, whatever you want to name it. Well, that's um, Colonel Mike. I couldn't agree more, but uh, I, I think that's uh, if the American people expect to be strong and win this battle, uh, the ultimate battle, then they need to put on the armor of God. Armor of God. And, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I that's Ephesians you. 6. Uh, Ephesians 6, put on the armor of God. And while maybe as men, we're not uh, enough to fight, the satanic realm ourselves, once you put on the armor of God, then, then yes, you are. John B., I always find it interesting when there are certain subjects that you're talking about on the air and uh, whatever powers that are trying to be or are, there are certain things that you talk about when they, they interject themselves and take down the studio or send some, I remember um, seeing things like that happen over time. Did we lose John? Well, and so my audience, I should let you know, the powers that be apparently did not like what John oh, that happens was, all the time. <laughs> was bringing to the people. And they just had a strike where they're in, they were, the entire house was just taken down with a power outage so that nothing yes. can go out over the air. And if you don't think that what John B. Wells brings to the airwaves uh, is important, 
Um, so we'll see if they can reboot. But understand, well, the Prince of Darkness, taken- the Prince of Darkness, and his allies have done another <laughs> attack on John B. Wells. Colonel Mike, that is exactly. So God bless us, God protect us, and God smite our enemies. But this is exactly, they have taken down the satellite so many times um, as John B. puts out these this information. And, and yes. understand, he truly is bringing forward the uh, the subject matter experts who, you know, who are not like just, uh, these are the people who are the, the front line of the patriot class who are standing shoulder to shoulder to take America back. And, um, you know, he has a vast, vast audience. Oh, yes. On Salem Radio Network, he's got about 980 stations. Let's repeat it again for the audience. It's Arc to Midnight on Saturday on Caravan to Midnight. The Intel with Mary as the executive producer. You want you, you want to tune into one of these on Saturday night. It's a very specialized show. You know, all, all intel and military experts and other experts who come on yeah. on Saturday. And you really get a good briefing and a debriefing at the same time with John and Mary and the guests. And uh, John has his show all day. Remember, I think John was on Talkers Magazine, and he's a night show. He's not a day show. He came in number five yeah. in the country. He is number above, five. Um, above Hannity and Mark Levin. You know, yeah. he's... Think about this. This is, again, the intelligence briefing and uh, the amount of uh, audience he has. And it's into Canada as well. So oh, he's global. Just, he's global with, with he's the Internet. Global. He's global. Yeah. And I mean, Mary, we, on our podcast, we have 11 countries on the two mics podcast. And, you know, we're just three years into the game. This month is our anniversary with Dr. Mike and I. And John's been out there for years. So I say. He, who knows how many countries he's got? I have no idea. But he's so global. And they know him. I mean, he's a known commodity. Look, number five. You know what it is to be number five and talkers and you're a night show? I mean, these are the day guys that get the top 10, top 20, you know? Uh, and, you know, Levin, talking about Levin, Mary, while we're on the uh, National Security Hour, you got to remember Levin's quote. You could go find it. When... When Bill Barr was appointed by Trump and everybody was, you know, up and down about it, he came out and he said, quote, I know Bill Barr. I worked with him. He's got a sterling reputation. Well, let's let's all send Mark Levin a cup of Brasso and let him get some of that sterling reputation coming out of that Bill Barr guy. After what this country's been through and the coup that's been put upon us and and this this report which we knew, let's face it, we all knew, okay? We all knew what they told us, but this guy just confirmed it. And what is he? He's part and parcel. He did nothing. Well, he not only did nothing, but what the our audience and the American people need to understand, we are living the Hegelian dialectic in action. They give us parameters and say, well, it's either this or it's this. Uh, you must take the jab or maybe you can get a religious exemption. Mm-hmm. So they, this is how they set up the American people's thoughts. So you, you must take the jab or you can only get a religious exemption. They had no right to set that up and to say, we are going to inject something into your body, a, a, a uh, uh, something that, that had not even had uh, a testing. They had no idea 
although they did, what they were going to put in people's body. So they gave us the option of taking it or getting a religious exemption. That's the Hegelian dialectic in action. Well, let's expand on that. Let me just finish, Colonel Mike. So they that they make you think that these are your options when in fact they were not. You could, you could just simply say, no, we're not taking it and we don't need a religious exemption. That's the importance of understanding the Hegelian dialectic and how they brainwash the American right, people. Go we're ahead, have Colonel. To do it on the other side, but coming up on the break, we'll go into that and a little bit more. You got 30 seconds left, Mary. So you just got 30 seconds. Go for it. Okay. So um, come back uh, tomorrow, get the podcast, get it to your friends, your neighbors, your fellow Americans. Information is, is key. If you can get the American people to understand what you, the listener, is hearing, then this is how we take back America. So s- spread our podcast, wake the American people up, and come back and listen. We'll be back after these words from our sponsors, our sponsors who stand for the out loud truth. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Out loud. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio, where you will hear the voice of freedom, the out loud truth. I'm your host, Mary Fanning, with my co-host, Colonel Mike, and our guest, the great, the one and only John B. Wells. Uh, John B., welcome back to our third and final segment. Uh, well, we just lost contact with you. All, and all of my computers are plugged into to, uh, uninterruptible power supplies. And they shut down anyway. Everything shut down. And so I think I, re, I appreciate you very much. You're very much having a, let me try that again. I very much appreciate you having me on your program. But and I feel, I, but I got to tell you, I, I, I'm absolutely compelled. Thank you for saying that. Uh, I'm compelled to tell you we're not getting out of this one. We're not. These are very, very old plans. More and more and more, just like is written in Scripture. In the last days, knowledge will increase, and it is increasing. We're going to know everything pretty much. Though Those who are interested, those who actually have, again, the ears to hear and the eyes to see, 
Once you've seen it, you've seen it. You can deny it. It's That's too bad. You've still seen it. Because that started, and it's not stopping. You can turn away from it. Sorry, you've already seen it. And so I think if, if there's one message that, that I would like to impart to everybody is you better remember who you are and you better do it quick because we're running out of time. These mugs are going to have their way. They will have their war. They will have their chaos. They're, they will have their control grid. They're going to have all of this. But remember, we win. So don't look. I mean, I don't want this to turn into a confessional but I'll tell you what, you don't have to have something like this happen to you very many times. In fact, one time did it for me. Back in the rock and roll days of rock and roll radio in Dallas, Texas, everybody wanted to start their tour here because Shoko and everybody else was here. And it was just party city. And this fancifulness about, ah, you know, rock and roll is wicked, you know. Harley Davidson's are wicked and all this wicked stuff. Yeah. Notice how the bad guy and the and the bad girl always have the best fashion sense. Yeah. Now, but I'll tell you, the first thing that, that happened to me that snapped me out of it was I went to sleep smoking a cigarette with the cigarette holding it by its filter, lying on my back on one pillow, so I'm pretty much flat, with an ashtray on my chest. <laughs> okay? And mm-hmm. I went to sleep with the cigarette burning. When I woke up, I had enough time to see this, and then the not part of it the entire cigarette was an ash. I challenge anybody to show me a cigarette that'll burn from the end of it all the way down the filter and the ash remains intact. It just doesn't happen, especially at an angle. I woke up, I saw this, and it fell. In about that space of time, I saw this, it fell. Which meant, welcome back. Because you were dead. You were, you were dead absolutely motionless you it's impossible for something like that to happen you cannot fail to break that cigarette ash that was the beginning and all roll downhill so if i don't have any other purpose on this on this planet other than to tell you quit looking at the waves and look at christ jesus quit looking at the storm look at him forget about the storm look at him Forget about the forget about the devil. Rebuke him in the name of Jesus. Ask Jesus to rebuke him for you. And I know this sounds like, oh God, he's a he's a southern Bible thumping religious maniac. No, listen, I'm telling you, I've lived it. And a bunch of other people have lived it too. And now, curiously, we talk about the fallen angels. Doesn't say they're gonna come, you know, down with their wings flapping. They're gonna get here somehow. <laughs> And what is it with this big big UFO disclosure thing? What they forgot about the saucer swarm right over the Capitol in 1952? Harry Truman was talking about it. Oh, yeah, these flying saucers and so forth are going on. But uh, that's being investigated by people at the highest levels of our, our military. So I understand. He just moved on just as sober as a judge. So none of this stuff is new. These wheels of fire and all of that. There is nothing new under the sun. Nothing and people better understand, we're coming up on Act 3. And the only way to get ready for it, if you feel fear, if you feel dread, it's because you don't have on the armor of God. And I'm saying, this is our language. These are the words that we use. 
I'm sure there are other words that are much more descriptive. And if we understood that language that we don't even know exists, well, then our thoughts could be transmitted to each other in much more, much more, much more richly detailed form. But as it is, we have English and we have American English, which is even worse. I'm not sure. It's like Cousin Avi said in in Snatch, you know, over in England, he goes, they, they invented the language, but nobody seems to speak it. But anyway, that's the so, message. This is all spiritually driven. These people are getting away with what they're getting away with up there. The Republic, the Republic has fallen, or at least it's in a fallen state at this moment. I mean, can you believe uh, even Marjorie Taylor Greene called Lauren Boebert a little bitch on the floor? Of no. Congress, yeah, she no. did. Oh, yeah, we she had, did. Yes, she did. I and I, it, I was, it was stunning. I mean, uh, seriously, who would have thought anything like that could ever, could ever happen? Sorry, go ahead. Well, but it, there's so many things we know about Obama, his sabood, uh, his that was a, a cult devoted to Satan, uh, Satan Beelzebub, as they refer to him in sabood. Uh, when have we we have not seen it so in our face? Um, telling us what this is. And, you know, when did we ever have a president of the United States whose mentor, uh, when asked, who are your two most admired uh, people? He said, Hitler and Stalin, Hitler and Stalin. Now, who would have thought anyone would have gone along with that? So the evil is right in our faces. They're revealing themselves. And that's all it is. Hiding in plain sight. That's a, any wise guy who's dodged the feds for 30 years knows exactly what to do. Hide in plain sight. They'll never see you. And that's why I always tell people, don't wait to see it before you believe it. Because you're liable to be waiting a long time and cheat yourself out of many, many things that would be good. You would never deny that they were good things. You have to allow yourself to believe it just for a minute. And then you'll see it. But it doesn't go the other way around. That's not your call. That That is not your call. You're, the one who sent you here is not obligated to show you anything. Not obligated at all. There aren't, God has no obligations that he has to fulfill. We do. He doesn't. So I'll leave it there. Allow yourself to believe it. And then you'll see it. Don't go egotistical and flip it. It won't work. And, you'll, and you're going to lose out. So I'll stop at this point. No, uh, no, this is evil is real. Uh, Understand that it's real. Don't dabble in evil. But, you know, I've learned, in fact, I've learned so much from John's wife, Brendy, who um, knows the Bible so beautifully. And um, the Bible is our roadmap to understanding much of what is taking place today, John. It's the only roadmap. It, It is all in there. Now, people get bogged down, and of course, it's not wanted that you read Scripture. And, oh, we're going to analyze this first. We're going to do this and that. Like, you have to let it go. If you analyze it with your mind, you'll talk yourself out of it. If you just allow your essence to detect and let the signal of the words you're reading register with you, if it's a divinely inspired book, I don't think the creator is going to allow it to be messed with very much. The truth is going to come through. It takes a little effort. First, you have to believe that it's there. And if you do, you'll find that everything that is happening to us and everything that has happened to us 
was already laid out in that book. It, and I, I don't mean so generally that you can sort of fabricate a fable. No, it's there. It's absolutely there. And this depravity, let me just uh, pivot here. You know why mm. I think they're pushing this trans thing? Because it takes so long to condition people to accept things that they would previously have thought of as uh, completely abominable. It Like these, um, I think that uh, crime became uh, fashionable with Robert Wagner. Great looking guy, 1960s TV show, It mm-hmm. Takes a Thief. Hey, I'm a thief. Oh, hey, he's pretty cool. I think maybe I'd like to be a thief too. That's That's the kind of stuff that seeps into the young ones who are watching this who are mature enough, they might be early junior high or middle school, late uh, late uh, elementary school, but they're ahead of their peers in their thinking because of, of what their parents made them do, like look stuff up, don't keep asking me questions, go over there, there's a library, look it up, I'm watching you, you know, that thing. So eventually, oh, we begin to accept these things that we thought were bad before and are bad. Ah, uh, this is just... This is just the way society evolves. Look, everything's still pretty much under control. So. Mm. John. uh, So Robert Wagner is grooming us for crime. So what are we getting groomed with, with the Baphomet uh, being sold to Mary? I'll give you an answer to that one. And John, you can give an answer too. if 6 million people are a Holocaust, what's 63 million babies. We've been offering up babies forever. Yeah. 63 million babies. There's no special day for that. There's no Holocaust annual anniversary. There's no museum for all the border babies. And for some reason or another, Christians in this country think that God's not seeing that. The blood that has been poured in this nation, this nation will be judged. Go ahead, John. Sorry, you got me going here, Colonel. You too, Mary. Mm. You too, Alan. You're doing it. You're doing it subliminally. I know you are. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So it was, I'm going to coin a word here if it hadn't already been coined. Fashionalize. Make it mm-hmm. fashionable. And what they're mm-hmm. doing right now, because they know it takes quite a long time to get people to accept things that they normally wouldn't. I believe that the reason, the ultimate abomination would be this, in my opinion. Stand by for all the the uh, the cries of... Uh, non-inclusiveness and non-equitable and uh, all these other things but you know this whole tranny push trans this trans that trans the other they're softening up the society to accept the transvestite michael obama as a presidential candidate and quite possibly the president of this of this country a lot of people believe that they're they're normalizing transsexual transgender whatever and, and they don't even know what gender means. Clearly, they don't have access to a dictionary or they wouldn't be using that term. That just that that, that only refers to roles. Uh, that's well, all. Except the fact that this whole tranny movement is also a demonic reflection. That's Baphomet. He had oh, both sexes. Yes. You know, so when people understand their history and understand what Baphomet is, this is a being with both sexes. And why do you think they're pushing this tranny business and and uh, in a different day, this would have been just filth. But they're they're teaching this to the children in the at the grammar school level. Look at the commercials. Honest to God, John, I'm at the point where I think take your televisions. Don't just turn off Fox. Throw those damn boxes away. I mean this this is normalizing and and uh, grooming your children to evil. 
Well, this has been in the works for a while, Mary. I mean, back in the 80s and 90s, you know, parents were working and Jenny's got to go to soccer and Jimmy's got to go to baseball. And, you know, nobody looked at what their kid, what their kids were being taught. And slowly but surely it seeped in, seeped in. And now if you have your children in a public school and you're not thinking about it, you're not thinking at all. Okay, you're not even think you're not even thinking to protect your family. You know, you may have to live with less. You may have to do it one car. You may have to move into a different house. But how could you let your children be exposed to this and show up on Sunday to some happy preacher telling you, hey, God's got it. God's in control. We know God's in control. You don't have to tell us that he created this. OK, he created the earth. It's spinning. All the planets are in order. But, oh, God's got control. Yeah, but you got to be in control. You got to be in control by being in, in tune with God. Otherwise, yeah. you're out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, you know, you're, you're, I think you're spot on with that because it's almost as though, and because God's in control, all of this permissiveness is, well, okay with him because he's in control. He wouldn't allow it. I mean, that's where they'll take it to justify what they do. Mm-hmm. If they'd told the truth that it was actually modified DNA, that the mRNA shot was modifying your DNA, well, that's taking your DNA, your God-given DNA, and changing it. That's satanic alone right there, Mary. Exactly. It's, it's opposed to God. It's just like a man and a woman was created by everything Satan has, John and Mary, it's a counterfeit. That's man right. with a man, woman with a woman. You know, I mean, this was, listen, if these people don't believe in it, just go to the Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, they didn't just die because of homosexuality. The biggest problem with Sodom and Gomorrah, besides the, the homosexuality, was pride. He took God took them down for pride. And and look at what we look at the word they use today, this month, Pride Month. Pride comes before the fall. Yeah. And that's where America is. That is where America is right now. And you know pride the hi- you know the hijacked rainbow. You know that story, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, the rainbow yeah. was put in the sky as a sign from father God that he would not flood the world and wipe everything out again. Yes. He won't do it. And so these mugs hijack it. Mm-hmm. They flip the word gay. They flip the word pride. They put the rainbow. I mean, everything is a counterfeit. You only have to look, peel the onion just a little bit and you can see it all. That's We're right. also being changed and turned into uh, Babylon and so people who have studied Babylon understand they they couldn't understand one another. Why do you think they're flooding people from all over the world um, <clears throat> into this country? Uh, Colonel Mike, I, I learned from you, borders, culture, language. No, borders, Michael language, Savage. culture. Borders, language, and culture. And that was coined by Michael Savage. Yeah. Yeah. So they're destroying our borders, our language, and culture to bring us back to the ancient Babylon. Mm-hmm. Tower of Babel, Tower of Babel. How hard is it to uh, just issue a federal decree? It's open season on cartel members. That's you it. see, you see cartel members; they pop off around at you, annihilate all of them. Don't no, don't even take anybody to jail. Just deal with it. Uh, people have no idea the savagery that will visit them if we don't get a handle on this, because we become soft and. Oh, there's, there's no real, you know, I don't really believe in a God per se, you know, but I think, you know, there's a, I think there's a, a force, a life force. It's like, shut up. 
Yeah, put a yeah. battery in your sock. <laughs> well, but that we can make an excuse for anything. There's no right or wrong, no black or white. There's situational ethics. It's all the gray zone. So you can't make any determination on, on what's right and what's wrong. What is wrong is the stolen election. What is wrong is open borders. What is wrong is the cartels and the Chinese sending in a, a fentanyl to destroy this country. Mary, how many how many Americans are allowed to stand at the border of China? Let's say thirty five thousand and come in, and and get every all kinds of benefits. Could we do that at Russia? Can we do it in any other country? Could we go to Holland tomorrow? Can we just stand there and say, hey, you know, I want asylum. I hate America now. I want to. You can't do it anywhere. And and this is a government that has nine hundred and eighty billion dollars defense budget, talking about defending everything around the globe, right? Including I don't know how many bases we have now. Yet we have an open border. What an oxymoron. Nine, what do you need $980 billion? By the way, since you're on the Babylon kick, I don't know if John or you know, there's a very, very good book out. was written back in the 1800s. It's called Two Babylons by Alexander Hislop. It's H-Y-S-L-O-P. Two Babylons. Really blow your mind when you start reading that thing. Well, we're looking at the ancient Khazarians like uh, Henry Kissinger who, you know, opened the door to China to start transferring our entire economy, our means of production. Don't you feel good, my fellow Americans, that all your meds are being made by the pharmaceutical industry in China? You know, the people who sent us a bioweapon? I'm sure they had help, but even so. Well, well it was not just Henry Kissinger. I'm sorry, John. It was Henry, no. Henry Kissinger, Clinton, Bush. It was all go all oh, the way yeah. down the line. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I just... Uh... What's the uh, what's uh, Hislop's first name? Alexander Hislop. Alexander, okay. All right. To Babylon. Blow you away. Just yeah. blow you away. As we run out of time, let me thank you. John B. Wells, uh, there's truly you know, no more fascinating person than you to talk to. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're most welcome. Uh, it's always an honor to be with JB. JB, it's always an honor coming on your show and you coming on the National Security. It's mutual, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Well, thank you so much. And we hope you'll come back another time. You bet and we I will. hope that our audience will turn into Arc Midnight, Caravan to Midnight, the Intelligence Briefing. John, can you tell where our audience can find you? We stream on everything except Vocal Now apparently is gone. Um, there was some um, interloping over there. And so that uh, that's gone now. That's too bad, really. But uh, maybe it'll come back up. We'll see. But uh, the usuals, YouTube, Rumble, D- I- IV Log. And, uh, and you can actually watch it at our website, which is caravandomidnight.com. But all you have to type in is Zootalk, Z-U-T-A-L-K.com. Zootalk, it'll take you to Caravan to Midnight. And it streams right there on the, fr- on the homepage. Make sure you tune in. You're going to be a listener for a long, long time. Yes, you will. Again, thank you, John B. Wells. It was an honor. Thank you, Colonel Mike. Thank you, our audience. Thank you for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour. Thank you, Alan. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. 